welcome to another episode of Stuck My Mind. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. And my next guest is a, is a dedicated spiritual teacher and leader. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to butcher her name, so I'm going to let her say her name because I do really, I really don't want to butcher it. So welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Will. It's wonderful to talk with you. And Swami Nityananda is okay. the name Swami that my meditation Nityananda. teacher gave me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's just jump right into it. You got it. I'm not. I, yeah, I wasn't. All right. So can, can you share your journey to becoming a, a spiritual teacher and leader? Well, my teacher was named Swami Shankarananda, and he founded our meditation community. So we are geographically located in Baltimore, Maryland, in the United States. We welcome people in this geographical area, but also from all over, people from all backgrounds. And he shared the teachings of yoga philosophy and meditation for nearly 40 years. And then before he left the body, as yogis say, before he passed in 2014, he asked me to serve as his successor. So he consecrated me as Swami Nityananda. And since 2014, it's been a great joy to just be filled with so much light in community. And so that's just one thing I would say is, being with other humans from all backgrounds, like from age nine into their 90s, and just meditating and focusing on how we can open to that ever new joy that is always present in meditation. There's nothing quite like it. It's incredible. <laughs> so so what so what what does pure awareness mean in the context of your teachings? So pure awareness is it's already within each of us. And it's almost like that curiosity, that wonder, that joy, that light that looks out through us. And so it expresses individually through each of us in ways that are completely unique. So for you, you're a magnificent expression of this through your podcast and then through wherever you are. And for listeners, just to be aware, like that is the, the kind of like brightness within you, that sense of generosity, that sense of nobility, that sense of how can I share what is highest and best? Like, how can I live what is real and true? I think today we often call that authenticity. So how can I live that which is, you know, just very dynamic and pure and joyful within myself? So it's already here for each of us. And then the practice of meditation and the teachings of yoga philosophy that we share at Awake Yoga Meditation, they help us let go if there's anywhere within ourselves that there's a block or we're not allowing the energy and the inspiration to flow freely, then we have tools. So we're almost able to like unlock that door and then allow the light to flow more freely in all of our areas. So with our kids or our spouse or our parents or our work, our clients, like wherever we are, whatever we're doing, we're just allowing that vast inspiration and those um, sort of like limitless energy resources that are available to all of us if we let go of blocking them then that it's sort of like we're dynamic we're connected we're always open and there's almost like this way in which what emerges could not emerge if we were just sort of like stuck in our little human awareness box and we're able to have like collaboration and cooperation and community in and creativity in in ways and forms that it would not otherwise emerge oh and and it's you mentioned the podcast and since i've started the podcast the relationships and the people I've I've been able to build with and and connect with and like minded and that's the energy is is wonderful and just just the community that I'm a part of and I've I've had some great experiences since I've been podcasting and for the most part the podcasting community has been one of helping each other grow and, and helping each other out because we know the struggles, especially independent podcasters, we know the struggle that we go through. So I've connected with some amazing people. And then the guests that I've had on my show as well, I've learned a lot from them. And so being able to put this platform out there where I'm learning in the process and I'm able to share what, what my guests, whatever knowledge my guests might have or whatever stories they, they're willing to share, 
And it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing here because first of all, I'm enjoying the conversation. The conversations to me have helped me grow, especially within the last year. Some of the guests I've had have been magnificent and I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot from these conversations. And so that's why I really truly do my podcast is to be able to, to give people the opportunity to connect with someone they, they might've never been able to connect with. Isn't it fantastic? And what you just said, and I really love it because you were not only talking about it, but you were demonstrating it. There's almost like no limit to how much we can keep growing. And there's no limit to how much connection we can create. And I, I love what you said as well, because there's almost like this, it's a mutually beneficial conversation. Like we all grow as we interact. And I completely agree with you about how incredible it is in podcasting to talk with amazing humans like all over from all backgrounds. And then just to have like this, you know, little window and awareness of this is an incredible human and right where they are, right in their daily lives, they are making a beautiful difference. And I would just say also for the listeners, it's the same, like right where the listeners are, you are making an incredible difference right, right where you are in your daily life. Uh, and it's, Okay, so, so how do you help? How do you help individuals connect with their highest best selves? So there's so many different entry points. So I'm really happy to share a few, and then you know, let me know any follow up. Um, but for example, recently I had a conversation with um, a young person who has recently begun a dedicated meditation practice, and she was saying why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> and so she said, there's just like this feeling of freedom that when she sits down, it's like a 20 minute meditation practice in the morning, that there's just this feeling of, I don't have anywhere I have to go right now. <laughs> I don't have anything I have to do right now. And almost just like this peace and this spaciousness and this expansiveness. And then what happens is the whole rest of the day, there's like, joy, like whether you're doing the laundry or you're taking care of your daughter or you're talking to your spouse, like whatever it is, the whole rest of your day, there's almost like this brightness and this freshness and it's the routine of it kind of melts away so that, you know, you're not bored doing laundry or talking to your kid, even if you're having the same conversation that you just had yesterday or talking to your spouse or your employees or wherever it is that you are. and so it becomes almost like there's a spring in your step continually and you're almost continually falling in love with life and just life as it is right like not that anything has to change but just being fully present right now like i'm looking out the window and the afternoon sun is so beautiful right now and the trees are so beautiful right now so you're just sort of noticing like the beauty is already here the magnificence is already here. And then as you notice that, what happens is more and more you sort of move through your day and you're almost like continually surprised and delighted at how much beauty and magnificence it is. And it's there like in the simplest forms and always like you'll walk into any room, any conversation and you'll just be like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> like this is fabulous. And it's already here being fun and fabulous. And so your awareness has just become clear to be able to be open to that so that's one example so of something for me for something that's because i live in, in the mountains in the poconos in pennsylvania and and right now the, the leaves are changing and they're and they're they're bright orange and they're red and sometimes i just catch myself just staring at them and just enjoying the beauty of of transformation from the green to the red and to the orange isn't that so Perfect. I mean, it's such a perfect example. And so just to also connect with what you what you said, the trees have perfect timing. So I was <laughs> noticing like where I am, I don't know if this is true where you are, but I would say the trees are a little bit later than usual yeah, yeah. In, in bringing out their full colors. They have perfect timing. Like they know the exact time for that transformation to occur. And then and so that gives us, I think, more peace and more patience because I think our human selves are like, 
well, when's when is the transformation going to be over already, <laughs> right? And so the trees are letting us know, like the transformation, it's got its own sweet pacing. And so we are aligning ourselves with that own sweet pacing. And then we can be more relaxed and enjoy whatever the colors are on the trees, we're enjoying them. And I think also um, for people who watch trees and the ways that they change, they let go of their needles when it's time to let go. They let go of their leaves when it's time to let go. And so that's a really wonderful image. It's not always easy just acknowledging that from a human perspective. But when change is occurring, it's not always easy to let go as gracefully as the trees do, but they give us a reminder and they give us an example. And then we can strengthen ourselves steadily, inwardly and spiritually so that when it's our turn to let go and in order for transformation to come, there's almost like the old leaves go. And then that's what enables after a period of rest and dormancy, that's what enables the new growth to come. And and it just just from like right now that kind that that little nugget right there that right there where it was just something I really didn't think of it at I just thought about the beautiful colors. But then I'm, now that you're talking about it, I am beginning to realize that it's them releasing, getting rid of the old whatever whatever it was that they had for the year or whatever and 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 if we can take and look at that and learn from that and release those 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 bags that you're carrying and yeah. let them go and yeah. let the new the new leaves grow yep and then so just sitting here talking to you about it and now I, I picture it, I see it, and I'm like, it makes a lot of sense as far. And it was just a, to me, just looking at them now, right now, from where I'm sitting, I can see the the orange, and 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 just that's what made me think about that 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 reference, that point of of reference for as far as the leaves changing. I love I love that example, and I also really love because kind of what you're saying. I'm looking out my window too, and you can see the leaves changing here, and then also like the light is just so beautiful. Like it's not sunset yet, but you can just kind of see the sun and it's like very soft and golden. And so there's this almost like very vast movement and cycle of life that's in continual motion. And you see it with the sun and the way that the sun moves across the horizon. And so for us to kind of be aware of these very large rhythms of life and attuned to them, I think it helps us. Um, I think our energy can be different, like when it's autumn or when it's winter or when it's spring or when it's summer. And so just having like that inner kind of awareness, we know how to pace ourselves and we know how to like optimize, like when it's time to let go, as you said, to do it as gracefully as possible when it's time to rest and I'll, we can use winter as like a rest period metaphor, then to rest as gracefully as we can. And then in spring, like you see the trees again and they just like awesome. burst. It's like, they just burst. It's amazing. And so that kind of lets you know, like in our human lives, like the letting go is important. The rest is important. And then that enables us to burst forth. That enables that amazing dynamic growth to come in the spring. Yeah. And, and, this is why I love what I do. This is just having this conversation here and, and talking about this is, is just to me amazing to be able to, to share this with other people so they can see what we're seeing and, and realize that oh, I love this. I really, I truly do enjoy podcasting for me. It's, this is my meditation zone. This is where I get to, Yep. release and 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 talk and yep. and and be myself and yep. like you said where where we a lot of people talk about being authentic and authenticity yeah it, it's just this is my this is my zone this is where i love to be at to be able to yeah have these conversations and learn from from them and and it was it was one point where i was and a guest corrected me I was talking about I was I thought I was being selfish because I was enjoying all these conversations and enjoying the podcast so much. And they weren't no, 
they're like, no, that's self, that's self-love. You wanting to learn and the fact that you're sharing it with your audience, there's nothing selfish about any of that. And, and, and of course, that's just the way sometimes you're wired and you just try to make excuses to why you shouldn't enjoy something so much. And, but I, I just can't help it. I, 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 when I tell people I podcast, they're like, well, yeah, really? I'm like, I, I get to talk about life. I get to talk to some amazing people and just have them share their stories and have me being able to share my story and, and what I'm going through or whatever I've been through. It, it, it's really is my, my meditation zone, my zone. That's beautiful. And I agree. Like, I think we cannot like, so you're just talking, you're sharing your curiosity, you're sharing, your exploring, you're sharing, you're growing. And so that benefits you. And then it also benefits everyone who talks to you. It benefits your listeners as well. So I, th- I would say it's a very generous uh, gift that you're giving yourself and you're giving your listeners as well. Yeah. And I would also say, so I think another thing that you just kind of demonstrated, and this is for listeners to think about, because likelihood is not every listener is going to have a podcast, but every listener already has their own authentic expressiveness that's already with them. And so that's the thing that I would say, like, just as podcasting is really natural to you, meditation is really natural to me, that every listener, there is an authenticity that is already within you. There is an expressiveness that is already within you. And so for each person to connect with that and then share that right where you are. And there is a kind of like magic to it. When you connect with it within yourself, you just know it. And it's really simple. And you probably have a sense of like, oh, but that's so obvious. (laughs) But it's not obvious to other people. (laughs) Like before before my podcast, I I had no media experience. I wasn't on radio, any of that. And once I finally built up the courage to finally release an episode and and put it out there, it was like, okay, this, 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 you get, I got this feeling, all right, this feels kind of good being able to do this. And then the more I started doing it, I started really truly falling in love with it. And then when I switched it to conversation to, to, interviewing but more of a conversation format i truly really did love it and then when i started getting a response from people telling me that they enjoyed a certain episode or a certain episode impacted their life it really showed me like okay this is what you're supposed to do this is the lane that you're you're supposed to be in because i was 44 years old didn't know what my purpose was i i have a job that pays well, but it wasn't, it's not fulfilling. It's not what I truly want to see myself doing with my life and being able to do my podcast and make an impact. I, I don't, people are like, Oh, how do you, when, when, what about getting monitored? I don't care about that. My, my thing is I'm making an impact. I'm helping someone get through something in their life. They, I, they might not, I might not know of that it just might be something that we're talking about and someone listens to it and they're like, I needed to hear that. That to me is the most important part of this. This that's what, that's why I do it is to be able to make that impact. And if it's one person, two people, three, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just, I've impact one person and now I, maybe they'll go on and impact 10 other people absolutely agree with what you're talking about just kind of the ripple effect when we are like you were just giving an example when we are being our best selves we can't help but share light i mean that's one way to put it is like you share light so as you have like this curiosity and this exploration and you're sharing that then that light goes out and it does benefit it benefits listeners who in turn go on to benefit other listeners as well and that ripple effect keeps spreading it's really fun isn't it and i would also say just to comment on what you just shared there's a like you were listening you were paying attention and noticing and you were responding to whether you want to call it your inner being or your soul you had like this spirit within yourself that was like i i have to do this for a purpose like for to make a contribution Um, And so that purity 
of your intention is definitely very, very helpful for, for listeners then connect with the purity of intention within yourselves. Like that, that just pure hearted intention. Like, I love this. I care about this. I want to do this for generous reasons. And I'm not leaving counting like what the return will come from. Um, but I just know like the light will go forth and the light will come back to me in whatever way it's perfect for the light to come back to me. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so what, what inspired you to write Awake, the Yoga of Pure Awareness? Good question. Thank you. So the book Awake, the Yoga of Pure Awareness was published December of 2022. So pretty recently. And it shares a lot of teachings of yoga philosophy. So what we've been talking about, believe it or not, is yoga philosophy. Yoga philosophy teaches you how to live your true, free, pure, highest, best good in daily life. And so the book has many examples of humans, just ordinary, everyday humans who are doing what we're talking about, who are living courageously, who are transforming what they are ready to transform within themselves who are creating lives of purpose and peace and courage and principle. And it just gives sort of like a foundation um, and a platform for anyone who would like to learn more about yoga philosophy or meditation. There's a lot of different entry points and it's very accessible as well. So you can like pick it up and you can read a little bit and it'll, it'll be sort of like inspiring and helpful. And a lot of people who have read it, they say that it just kind of gives them a sense of peace, or it can kind of help them focus their energy, or just sort of like shift their attention, or their awareness. So, you know, like humans can, um, people talk with me about this, but humans can get into what I think people today describe it as like spiraling, or they can sort of like get into a pattern of negative thinking, or they're just feeling like a little down or a little hard on themselves or just a little stuck. And so the book gives you a lot of different practical entry points to help shift that and to help transform it. And the premise of it is that there is this, like we've been talking, there's this light within ourselves. Every one of us, like all humans, we come with light, we come with wisdom. So we come with these gifts and to be able to connect very freely and fully with those gifts within ourselves. And then for many people, there's often a process of transformation. So anything that like if we've been sort of self-punishing ourselves because we're aware of a mistake that we made and we're like, well, how do I go forward? Because how could I have done that? This gives very productive ways to sort of like heal and let go of that self-judgment. My teacher, Swami Shankarananda said, keep the wisdom, but let go of the pain. And so if, if we can genuinely do that, keep the wisdom, but let go of the pain, we really do free ourselves. We help ourselves be liberated to move forward much more gracefully. So, so how does non-dual awareness contribute to living beyond limits? So non-dual awareness, I mean, I would say like you were exemplifying that when you were talking about, you were like, I didn't have the formal background when I began my podcasting. You were like, I didn't have the outside training or knowledge, but I had this inner feeling that this was something I needed to pursue. Like that's an example of non-dual awareness. Like that's this oneness of spirit within you. And when you're in contact so for all listeners, when you are in contact with that non-dual awareness within yourself, it's just oneness within you. It's connected to this sort of like intuition or this insight or this deep inner knowing. And you just have a feeling of like, oh, that is my next step forward. It might not even make sense <laughs> because like you said, you're like, well, okay, that means I get to get the equipment and I get to learn how to do this. And then I get to learn you were talking like you experimented with different formats, for example. So that will always be the case. Like for any listener, whatever the enterprise is that you would like to launch, or maybe you're already in it and you would like to refine it and help it to move forward in the next way, just keep listening. The next step forward will always unfold from within you. There is like this awareness within you that will always guide you on. So one step forward at a time and then the next step forward. And you were talking about this, like you made a step forward and then you sort of listened 
tuned in, paid attention and adjusted. You took the wisdom that you learned, you made some adaptations, tried another format, and then kept moving forward. And so that's actually a perfect example of non-dual awareness. And I would also say the purity of intention is another indicator that you're connected, any listener is connected with non-dual awareness. It's just the oneness within you. So it's very generous. It's very noble. It's, um, what's the right way to put it? It's just, it's fun. It's freeing. It has a yes. sense of lightness and brightness. And it gives you a sense of like, oh, this is expansive. And this is just like, you had a sense from within yourself, I have to do this. And so to be able to follow that, it, that's an example of non-dual awareness. And it, it was, it was just, and so when I did really started committing myself to doing my podcast and I was furloughed from my job because this was uh, March of 2020, furloughed from my job and it was, I was getting the extra money from the government. And instead of just going out and spending it, I, I invested in myself. I, I purchased the mic that you see here, um, the Roadcaster Pro, which is a mixer for made for podcasters. I invested in a quality camera. I invested in courses to help me learn how to edit audio, video. I just invested in myself. It was I was I felt that people was giving people were giving something very precious to me, which is their time. And I just wanted to make sure that I provided them with the best quality that I could provide for them. So I wanted to make sure that my audio was crisp, that my video looked good, that that I, that whatever content I was putting out was good enough for them to consume it, like for them to really listen to it and and, and enjoy and not be like, oh man, he sounds horrible or what's all this static. And I just wanted to make sure my content was was worthy of their their time. That's a really beautiful example of adapting to whatever the conditions are, choosing what is highest and best. And as you said, I would say as well, you used the word commitment. I would say that there is a commitment that we make inwardly. So when we're committing to our spiritual growth, our expansion, our forward movement, there definitely, I would say, is a commitment. So people often make a commitment to meditation. You were saying you made a commitment to your podcast. And so for listeners to just think about that, like there is an inner commitment. And then when you have that inner commitment, I would say that helps whatever is next unfold. It helps you sort of be grounded and centered and clear. And when you have that kind of centered focus and clarity, then you'll just know, like you had a sense of like, oh, this is the next step forward. And so for listeners as well, whatever your calling is, whatever your career is, whatever you're working to create in your life, when you have that sense of clarity and focus and being calm and centered and grounded, then you will have easier forward movement. And a, and a direct sense, like you just mentioned, kind of step by step by step, you were guided and you knew, okay, this is next. And that it helped you Im improve um, the quality and the content that you were delivering. And then you had that sense of joy the whole way through as well. Yeah, no, it, it's, it, it's been um, an amazing journey. It's, I've, I've had a, Oh man, I've made some lifelong friends. I've just the the relationships I've been able to build, and the people that I, I can say they're they're truly my they're my family. Like there's people that I spend a lot of time with. I'm always in contact. Um, one prime example is my friend Cole Johnson. We've known each other 18 months, never met in person, and he is one of my best friends in life. And 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 it started from from doing podcasting and, and doing shows together to the point where we, we communicate every day, send messages, check up on each other. And just the relationship we've been able to build. We started a show together and we've been able to collaborate. And, and, and then there's so many other people that I've connected with that I'm blessed to have in my life. Like I want to do public speaking and coaching and everything. And I've applied to do to some events and I've been denied. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to put, put together an event. I know some amazing people. 
I'm going to have my own event and I'm going to speak at it, but I'm also going to have my friends who I know are excellent speakers and who have amazing, amazing content to share. And, and that, that'll be the start for me. So if I can, if I can't have someone say yes to me, then why not me do it myself? I love what you said about just the, the depth of connection that you're creating. And then just to keep generating, like sharing that depth of connection that will always guide you forward. It will always guide you on. Uh, it, it, I'm honestly, if I wouldn't, I didn't think this, like this was going to be me like doing all this. And then the pandemic happened and it, it kind of, made me because i had one i had wanted to start a podcast in 2019 and i just kept making excuses kept making excuses and kept making excuses so when the pandemic hit and i finally was forced to stop making excuses and stop and finally face my fear and because it was oh who's gonna want to listen to you you sound horrible why would you want to do such why would you want to do a podcast and it was just something you talked about um, when you have this moments that in time in time where you just have that negative parts and you just got to really no stop i can do this i can i'm going to i'm going to do this and and once i once i i finally did release the episode it was just okay all right a lot of that doubt started creeping out that started going out the window the more i started doing the podcast i was i was smiling because what you were just talking about there's a way of looking at this if we keep turning to the light then the shadows fall behind us and so i think like that's an example of what you did like you you saw the shadows but you're like i'm not going to pay attention to that i'm going to keep turning to the light and then the shadows will fall behind me and then that helps you to keep going so i mean that's a really beautiful example of focusing, another way to put this is focus on what we want to create and focus less on fear. Focus less on what we don't want to create. And then what we want to create, we're actually sort of energizing that. And then what we don't want to create, it can fall away. So you kind of mentioned this, like when you went forward into the light, then you're like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> like, what? what's the big deal? I can let go of that voice of doubt that was holding me back. And so that's a really wonderful example for, for any human who has any endeavor that they want to launch or refine or move forward. And and that's why I named it Stuck My Mind Podcast because I was stuck in my mind, I was stuck in there like with the doubt and the fears. And I was like, and when I finally did, I was like, okay. And then the name was just like, this is the name to it. I was like, okay. It wasn't something like, oh, I've been, it's not, it's not like I was sitting there like, this isn't gonna be the name. It just came and I'm like, oh, perfect name. That's awesome. That is, I mean, what you're just observing, um, respect to you, because this is something that's very consonant with what the yogic tradition says. The, the yogis basically say that the human mind can give us the illusion that we are caught, that we are stuck. And so what happens in in meditation and in following the teachings of yoga philosophy is we realize, oh, the light in me is never stuck. <laughs> and so I can learn. The mind is a beautiful instrument. Like you were talking, you used your mind to learn, you know, the audio and the video editing and how to have everything be beautifully constructed and produced. So the mind is a beautiful instrument, but to use it as an instrument and to not let it use you. <laughs> so to know when to lay it down, if it's bringing you voices of doubt. Um, and so the yogis say that we can go to this deep knowingness within ourselves or the light within ourselves. And that help us, that helps us to quiet and move beyond that feeling of being stuck in the mind. So the yogis have many, many different techniques and entry points and joyful examples of what you just talked about as well. So what, what, what role does kindness play in the healing process? I mean, I would say kindness is 
stronger than anything in time and space. Just the energy of kindness will always give us courage. It will always give us hope. It will always give us the ability to connect with what's real within ourselves, to go beyond those voices of doubt or fear or pain. And so I would say kindness is everything. Kindness is uh, one of the founding principles of yoga philosophy is universal kindness. So for each human to do our best, to let it be that our thoughts are based in kindness and our words are based in kindness and the choices, the actions that we make, they're based in kindness as well. And then what happens is our relationship to what we observe in ourselves and in the world actually will transform. What will happen is there will be increasing compassion and awareness. We're still aware of what's going on in time and space, but what happens is there's less judgment and there's less fear. So then we become actually more able to be present and more able to respond with courage. I think you used the word courage easier um, earlier. And so I would say kindness and courage actually go hand in hand. To be kind in the world requires incredible strength. So kindness is not weak. It is the opposite of weak. And I would say Dr. King is a wonderful exemplar of this. Like he talked about having the courage to choose love and that it, it takes incredible moral strength to be able continually and consistently to choose love. Um, and so he's an example, but in our daily lives, like each of us then are invited to have the strength and the courage to just keep choosing kindness. Even if it seems like, I will also admit, sometimes from a worldly perspective, it can seem like, what are you doing choosing kindness? <laughs> so, and I would say yes, and I will choose kindness anyway. <laughs> so I would say it's, it's actually very wise to choose kindness always. <laughs> yes it is it would it is it is but we're human <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> so how, how do you make a, ancient yogic traditions accessible to to a contemporary audience well one of the things um we have meditators from all backgrounds and so it's really awesome just to sort of see living examples of other humans in all professions all walks of life like all nationalities all faith traditions meditating together and when we sit in the quiet what happens is we strengthen ourselves in our own contact with that awareness that we've been talking about but there's also like this I would call it like an amplifying effect. You know how like laughter is contagious in a really good way? Like it's fun to laugh with friends. So also when you meditate, I would say peace is contagious in a really good way. Like peace spreads, it amplifies. And the same thing, like when, when we're in contact with that really deep joy within ourselves, there's almost like this ocean of joy or this universe of joy that we all participate in. And so we feel it. So that's the, I guess that's maybe the biggest thing I would say is that we feel it when we're in community together meditating. And this is true for people who meditate in person in Baltimore at Awake Yoga Meditation, but also our meditations are on Zoom and they're on YouTube. So people from all over are very welcome. Everyone's welcome to join and you'll just feel it. There's like a feeling of peace. There's a feeling of joy and sort of like that direct feeling is such a gift to be able to have that. Then we also have a lot of, you know, very important teachings from the yogic tradition that we share. Um, and I've been talking about some of them all along, you know, um, and, and the yogic teaching traditions, they are all about helping humans live in calm, in peace, in joy, their highest, best lives. So it helps us to be better humans, like right where we are. It helps us to be better at our profession, whatever our profession is, but it's also our relationships. It's also how we get along with our neighbors. It's how we treat, like how we are a steward in the world, like how we treat the natural world, for example, how we treat other humans as well. All of this benefits. Um, and so there are teachings in words, and then there are meditation practices 
um, you know, there are like, we'll do courses online, we'll do workshops. Um, sometimes we do, we call them play shops. And that's like a really fun practice space. It's a an opportunity to feel like within your own body and heart and mind and awareness, these things that we're talking about. And then as we connect with and cultivate that sense of joy and that sense of peace and that sense of freedom, that sense of aliveness, that good humor in our meditation practice, what happens is people say their lives transform. So people say like fear melts away, depression melts away, trauma melts away. If we had past pain in our lives, it melts away. And it just kind of happens. It happens along the way. And so it's also really beautiful to sort of see like people are at all different entry points. Like some people have just started meditating recently. They are fully welcome and they're able to directly connect with the transformative power of these teachings. But then there's also people who've been longtime meditators, 20 years or more. And you're able to see that the gifts of a meditation practice really do expand with you in your life. So whatever you are doing, you are benefiting it by meditating. Okay. All right. So can can you share, because you, you've spoken all around the world, um, can you share a, 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 a moment or at one of your events that you spoke at that really, that you really, you can really, it was like one of those experiences that you're like, oh man, this is something I'm never going to forget. So actually, as soon as you said that, I remembered a moment that was i was speaking to a group of teenagers and the teenagers had a community radio program in a central american country and one of the teenagers was this 15 year old girl and i might cry when i talk about her story her entire family had been killed by soldiers in a civil war in her country and the soldiers who killed her entire family now lived across the street from her. And I asked her, do you feel hatred and bitterness in your heart when you think about those soldiers or when you see those soldiers? And she said to me, she was 15. And I will never forget this. It was one of those moments that just goes straight to your heart. She smiled and her smile was so beautiful it was full of light so she smiled and i asked her I'll, I'll say again what i asked her i said do you feel hatred and bitterness in your heart and she said trying to hold on to hatred and bitterness is like trying to hold on to the blade of a knife that has no handle you will only cut yourself she blew me away and at 15 years old 15 years old and she was living that truth that she was talking about like in her smile there really was only light there was no hatred there was wow. no bitterness and that was a moment that just i mean i think forever that one is with me and it just is a deeply moving example of a human who has incredible spiritual courage and spiritual maturity to be able to let go of that pain and to be able to to live the truth of what she was talking about wow oh man this has been awesome this has been a, a great conversation oh man this, um now is the time to show where you get the solo screen, you get to plug away, let people know where they can find everything. Cause this, this has been great. I, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. This is, again, I enjoy my podcast. I enjoy the people. I'm, I'm blessed to be able to speak to the people that I get to speak to. I've spoken to people all over the world and, and at the end of the day, we're all different, but a lot of us want the same things. And, and to be able to ex experience that and, and be able to to really sit down and speak to people and 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 see 
life from their perspective and see what they're going they've been through it, it just it's to me it's I, i'm i'm again i'm blessed to be able to do this i'm i'm blessed to be able to, to make these connections and have these conversations cuz it's it's impacted me it's it's changing me for the better i'm becoming a much better person because of the connections that i'm making the 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 knowledge that i'm 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 gaining and and just overall energy just the energy from the conversations like i'm i'm more wired after a show than anything like i'm i i i'm full of energy after a show because of the conversation and the energy that's shifting people be like energy shifting yes even though that you're over there and i'm here there's still energy going on transferring in this conversation and so i ended up being wired there was a time it was um one day i did like four interviews and i still had the same energy i had in the fourth in the interview when i from when when i started with the first interview and the, and and the guests knew i had done three previous interviews and they were like thank you and they were, and i was like why they were like cuz i know you did four three other shows prior to this and i'm the fourth show and you still have energy and you're still and i'm like i'm like after each after each show i was just more charged up it was just that those kind of, all all four conversations were great conversations so it was something that i took something from it I, I learned a lot in those conversations and it was just a great time it was just nothing but great vibrations great energy and being able to share that with other people and 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 them realize that man you still had the same energy being I'm being the fourth episode interview and you still having the same energy you had from early in the day. And I'm like, it's when you love what you do, you don't, you don't drain yourself. Isn't that fantastic? Like that energy of unconditional love, that energy of pure love, like that's the energy of kindness that we were talking about earlier. So you were just demonstrating it. Like that's in the yogic tradition, that energy of kindness is that energy of love like that energy of just pure love that that you were just talking about and demonstrating. And I completely agree. Like it makes it possible and it does shift energy. I would completely agree with that as well. Yeah. So there's this way that when we're sharing blessings, when we're sharing joy, we are uplifting ourselves as well. So we uplift others. We share what's bright and inspiring for others. But then at the same time, we're also lifting ourselves up, which is beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I wish people, I tell people, I wish they could experience what I experience when I do my podcast. Cause it's, it's just so much, so much fun to me. It's, it's just being, being able to, to really just come on and, and have these conversations. I've, I've, I don't know how many times I have to say I'm 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 blessed I'm I'm blessed to do to do to be able to just come on and and again this isn't something I, I envisioned for myself now not now now that I'm doing it it's like okay yeah I can take this to to greater heights and and it, it's all on me it's all me really continue continuing to grow and learn and and just keep ex and just keep having these great conversations. And there's no end to how much expansion we can keep enjoying. It's which is really wonderful. Because well, uh, I've, I've I've when I first started, I was strictly audio, right? That's all I did was audio. And then within a year and a half, I I, I started doing audio and video. And then last year, I decided to go live. I went from pre-recorded shows to doing three live shows a week now five but it's it's just that it's just i've evolved in in the three years of content creation just from where i started to now it's just and this continuous growth there's just continuous growth like i said there's other it's led me to 
wanting to get into public speaking, wanting to get into coaching and showing people how to start their podcast and, and how to do other things. It's opened up so many different opportunities. And it's because I've found my purpose. I found what I love to do and being able to make an impact. Like I said, if it's just one person or 10,000 people. That's so beautiful. But now is uh, you get the solo screen. You get to plug away, let people know where they can find you. I will be putting the links and and everything in the description. So, well, well, it's such a joy to talk with you, and respect to you and your listeners. And for anyone who would like to know more about Awake Yoga Meditation, our website is awakeyogameditation.org. We are geographically located in Baltimore, so if you're in this area, come meditate in person. There's nothing like meditating in person. Also, people who hop online on Zoom and YouTube say that they receive incredible benefits from meditating wherever they are around the country or around the world as well. And we have books on our website, awakeyogameditation.org. We also share teachings on Facebook. We share teachings on TikTok. We share teachings on Instagram and on YouTube as well. So you are warmly welcome. And if anyone has any feedback, or questions for me, swami at awakeyogameditation.org is my email. So much joy and many blessings to Will and to all of the listeners. Thank you. This is great. I, I love it. I've, I love these conversations. Um, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just, I'm still in awe of all of it. And, and, and just the fact that I'm being, I'm able to do this and, it's just, I look forward to every time, every every time I get to record. I'm, I really do. But uh, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for being a guest. But don't leave just yet. I, I like to chat with you off air. But um, yes, this has been this has been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Will, and thank you to the listeners. All right, let's uh, let's close out the show. Thank you to everybody who tuned in, uh, Facebook user. Namaste, saying to you, I don't know who the Facebook user is. What's going on, my brother Drew Willingham? How you doing? Uh, thank you, my brother. I greatly appreciate you. Thank you for um for your kind words, brother. And thank you, Facebook user. Again, I don't I don't know who it is, but thank you for for again for your kind words. That shout out to Poppy J, Brandy J, my real wise fam. Love you guys. Shout out to the boss lady. Appreciate you and I love you. Shout out to everybody who's supported the show, who's who's been been wonderful and and especially people coming in, leaving comments and, and showing up for the live. I greatly appreciate it. All have a blessed day, everybody. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Music.